The Yesterday and Today podcast is a fan-made, not-for-profit, just-for-fun compilation of chronological source materials as they pertain to the Beatles. The show is in no way affiliated with Apple Corps, nor any organization connected to John, Paul, George, or Ringo in any way, though we do consider ourselves premier members of the Bungalow Bill fan club. So kick back, turn off your mind, relax, and download the stream. We hope you will enjoy the show. Yesterday and today. The year is 1986, and this is episode 4. This episode covers the months of June through August.
On the weekend of June 20th, 21st, and 22nd, the 16th official New York Metro Beetle Fest is held at the Meadowlands Hilton Hotel in Secaucus, New Jersey. I attend the convention on Saturday, June 21st with my friend Chuck. Special guests include recording artist Billy J. Kramer. The birds in the sky would be sad and lonely if they knew that I'd lost my one and only they'd be sad if you're bad to me. Well, none of us were particularly sort of into writing songs. And obviously, you know, I was sort of doing all the tours with the Beatles, which, you know, it, it did give me obviously access, you know. So, I mean, like, um, as I say, do you want to know a secret? A lot of people always ask me, did I get that off their first album? I'd recorded the song, you know, I'd been doing it live. And like that to me, I remember I was doing it a, a week. We, we did all seaside towns throughout the, the summer. And I was doing a week in, in, in the theater in Bournemouth and John Lennon said, you know, I've got, I've written you a great song. You're not bad to me. Billy was managed by Brian Epstein and along with his band of Dakotas, they had five singles in the UK top 10 in the early 1960s. Another guest is author Ray Coleman. Ray's best-selling book, Lennon, has just been issued in paperback form. This is probably the definitive pro-Lennon Yoko approved biography by a melody maker music journalist. The next guest is drummer Andy White. Andy's drumming can be heard on the Beatles songs Love Me Do and P.S. I Love You on their 1963 album Please Please Me, while Ringo's drumming is on the single Love Me Do. Another guest is photographer Bob Gruen. Bob is a trusted friend and photographer of the Lennons. He is responsible for taking the iconic photo of John Lennon in front of the Statue of Liberty. Um, I had an idea at the time to dramatize John's uh, deportation hearing by taking some pictures of him out at the Statue of Liberty. And John liked the idea and uh, I came by and picked him up early one afternoon and we just drove downtown to uh, Statue of Liberty Ferry. And as I parked the car, John looked at all the big buildings down at downtown Manhattan and he looked around and he said, you know, I bet I'm paying rent in every one of these buildings. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, we have so many lawyers working for us on different projects, I bet I'm paying rent in every one of these buildings. And he said that it was interesting that every time he hired a lawyer, they would go and meet the lawyer for the first time and they would have a nice respectable office and then they would start working for John. And he, he said, when we come back six months later, they'll have an office that's three times the size and his picture's on the wall. The master of ceremonies is FM radio DJ, Jimmy Fink. 
Beetlefast 86 is presented by Mark and Carol Lapidus and is dedicated to John Lennon. A splendid time was had by all. For clothes that Tristan lost at Bold 3 Detergent Plus. On television sets across America, Sony Entertainment began running commercials for a home video titled The Beatles Live, a Ready Steady Go Special Edition. London, England. The Beatles Live. We proudly present this Sony video performance of The Beatles Live. Now available on Sony Videotape for you to enjoy at home. Song after historic song, including this rare cut unavailable on any Beatles record. And Sony brings you all this on VHS or Beta for only $16.95. Order now. For COD and credit card orders, call toll-free 1-800-USA-1000. Save the COD charges by sending $16.95 plus $2.50 shipping and handling to Beatles Video. Box 2446 Atlanta. Order now. It was also around this time on American television you may say I'm a that commercials for Stroh's Beer, using John Lennon's song Imagine, are seen on television with a printed phrase over the Statue of Liberty stating, as the statue lives on, so does the dream, the Stroh's Brewing Company. And the world on July 7th in the UK, EMI Records, in association with MPL, released the single Seaside Woman, backed with B-Side to Seaside, by Susie and the Red Stripes. Produced by Superweed, and remixed by super engineer Alvin Clark, these 1973 recordings have been given a fresh new extended sound.
London with Susie from Susie and the Red Stripes. Good day, Susie. A good day. <laughs> and I mean, how are you keeping? How are the band these days? We've not heard much from the band for a while. No, well, they're too busy drinking that Red Stripe beer, you see. I can't keep them above ground these days. Their heads are getting too big. And we're doing the single uh, been remixed and completely revamped, which is good news. Mm. Um, and this time, uh, there's the video, obviously, to go with it. But let's first talk about the record, then we'll talk about the video, because I believe they've both been redone. Why choose to redo it again? Uh, a lot of people kept coming up to me and saying, Susie, how can we get that record, Seaside Woman? And I said, well, tell you the truth, you know, we only released a few copies, and I, you know, I wasn't sure. And then somebody from... Uh, our office said, I'm going to get a remix on that. And he did. And he, I said, look, forget it. I, you know, I'm too embarrassed. And he, he got me the, re, the remix. And I played it and loved it. So I said, OK, go ahead. And we have a cartoon anyway. So we thought, have some fun. Yeah, the cartoon, I mean, superb. I think a lot of people bought the three and didn't realise what was on the rest of the tape. And a lot of people must stop it after mm. the first one. But if you play it on and see the ideas behind it. Um, Seaside Woman, the lady, where did the idea come from? Well, um, Red Stripe Beer, we all know, Reggae Jamaica. It's the beer in Jamaica. And I, many years ago in Jamaica, everybody kept calling Susie, Susie. So I'm Susie, and the Red Stripes is to, all to do with the beer, really. I love reggae, mad on it, the whalers and all that. So that's where it all came from. Really. What about doing some, re I mean, hard reggae? Could you see yourself doing that? Or do you think that you've not really got the soul to do it? Oh, I think, I think anybody who loves it has a soul. I think it, I'm, I don't know, to tell you the truth. It's so earthy. It's so, I mean, Bob Marley is the king of it, and he's my hero, and I just love it. But to do, I'd do it. I mean, if, if somebody came up to me who was funky, like Lee Perry I met once, he was going to do a few things with me. But I don't know, I mean, you need so much encouragement. Whereas if you're living in Jamaica and you're living in Trenchtown, you know, it's just part of your life. But I could live that way. I love it. Yeah. I heard that Susie, when she was a girl, didn't really want to play the piano. She was forced to play the piano. Is this true? This is true. Susie was supposed to practice, and every time her parents went out, she said, Oh, I practiced while you were out. I hated the piano. And it's only recently, well, recent's become now 10 years or whatever, but I love it now. It's a real release, as they say.
On July 14th, Capitol Records in America and Parlophone Records in the UK release a new single by Paul McCartney. Press the new single, which is also near to a title track of the album, am I right? The album's called Press to Play. Yeah, so that's that's near to an album title, yeah. Very good. came about I was I mean who doesn't like a back rub you know there are some people who don't but I mean I, I love them it's just just right up my street that kind of thing so um, Linda was being nice enough to give me one one day as they say and um, it just a massage that is yeah you can make draw your own conclusion from that yes a massage cut anyway um, <laughs> she was giving me a massage and it just felt so good, and I kind of got the words, you know, oh, well, that's it, yeah, right there, ooh, ooh, you know, down a bit, up a bit. And um, I then, the, the word press started to kind of run around in my mind as, uh, as a kind of double meaning thing, where you get the actual pressing and stuff. 
So it then started to mean just a little more than just a massage thing. Uh, but that was the original inspiration. So this song then, I started to play around with this idea of kind of a girl and a boy who actually want to sort of touch each other, but there's a whole big crowd, crowded room full of people. What are they going to do? So he kind of says to her, you know, let's do it. Anytime you want me to do that, just kind of say press, you know, quietly, and I'll know what you mean. So it becomes a little sort of secret message between the two of them. think that's a new one from paul paul mccartney hey it's called press and the album which is called press to play will be released august 15th and is produced by hugh padgham who's known for his work with phil collins and the police you can tell it's you but it's different it's uh, you've taken a few risks i think with this yeah well um you know i can never like analyze my own records and stuff I, each time i come to make a record i just make it how it feels right kind of thing and then when it comes out, people say, oh, it's this, or it's a, a couple of people said to me, it's a bit of a bopper. The single peaked at number 25 on the UK singles chart and number 21 on the US Billboard Hot 100, where it spent eight weeks in the top 40. bad press recently, particularly over your last film, Give My Regards to Broad Street. How would you describe your relationship with Fleet Street? They've got the right to say just what they like, you know. I think some of them go overboard, not particularly with me. I'm quite decently dealt with, I think. If they don't like Broad Street, it's tough, you know. I didn't like it that much, but... Um, you didn't like it that much? Not that much, no, it's not. It's, well, why did you put it out? Good. Why did you go through all the pain Well, I don't know. Why did you work for breakfast time? Because of the pain and the hell of it. That's got to, that's got to, viewers. <laughs> Getting up early and that. Now, what, what kind of job's that? I ask myself. No, but it's because you just do these things in life, Selena. Let me tell you, as an older man, let me explain what happens. You just find yourself in the middle of a project and you, you're putting it out, like this interview. You don't think, you know, if I kick the camera, we, we won't show it. So what I mean is, um, you do good work and you do not so good work and the, the not so good work gets released along with the good work but I, it, all you hope for is in the end that you've done more good work than not so good it's not true Say she's a bad girl Some people think she's a fool Some people tell me she's no good But I'm telling you It's not true, it's not true, it's not true They say that my girl 
Around this time at the High Court in London, Ringo Starr is ordered to increase his annual alimony payments to his former wife Maureen from £44,000 to £70,000. Furthermore, the payments need to be retroactive from 1979. Ringo launches an appeal and the case is set for December 19th. I keep forgetting you with his recent recorded tapes from Abbey Road Studios, George continues recording work on the Shanghai Surprise soundtrack at his Fire Park Studios in Henley. Gung in town is like a Camp Calloway song.
On August 25th in America, Capitol Records released the album Press to Play by Paul McCartney. This is Paul's first album back on the Capitol label since leaving Columbia Records in 1984. Hello, this is Paul McCartney talking to you here in the heart of London. Let's spend the next hour together as I present and play some of the songs from my brand new album, Press to Play. Paul McCartney, welcome. Uh, thank you. Press to Play is your 15th album since McCartney back in 1970. Does it get harder? No, not really. 15th? No, I, I don't keep count myself. No, it doesn't get harder, no. It's interesting, you know, each time is a sort of different challenge. I always feel like it's a, a fresh album. I feel like it's the kind of first or second time I've ever made an album. But it isn't, it's the 15th. The 15th it is. What makes the album, this Paul McCartney album, different to other Paul McCartney albums? A few differences, really. Um, the, I'm co-producing it this time with Hugh Padgham, who's done a lot of very good work with um, Genesis, Phil Collins, Police, and he's, he's working with Paul Young at the moment. So that's quite a departure for me, because I've never worked with Hugh before. And then on the songwriting side, I've got a, a new partnership I tried on this album with Eric Stewart of 10CC, uh, ex-10CC member. And he's written stuff like I'm Not In Love and things like that, you know, and again, I, I admire a lot of that stuff. Um, even though I tell him he ripped it all off me. But, uh, so, um, it, that, was, that was another kind of departure. And then finally, really, I, I was putting a studio together. I, I have a new studio now in the country, near where I live, uh, to save me doing a lot of travelling. I was really doing about four four or five hours each day, depending on the traffic. Just sitting in a car, which can get pretty boring, you know. So I decided to take the plunge and uh, get my own studio. So that was another major change uh, in the sound and stuff. And I understand from what the engineers and, and guys like that tell me, um, that it was, uh, it's, I got very lucky really with the sound in the room. Well, that's a bit of background on the album. We'll talk a bit more about it, obviously, as we go along. But let's listen to uh, one of the songs from the new album, Press to Play, right now. This is Side One, Cut One, and it begins with Stranglehold. Okay, this track was um, the first track we recorded for the album. Um, we were in the studio. Uh, it's the new studio, so we didn't, weren't sure how things were going to turn out. A new producer, new songwriting partner with Eric. And a drummer I'd never worked with before is Jerry Marotta from New York. Um, who's done a lot of work with uh, people like uh, Peter Gabriel and Tears for Fears and stuff. So we, we did start recording this track with just two acoustics and the full drum kit down the other end of the room, bombing away. And um, it, I think it worked out very nicely because it's got a kind of sort of bluesy, sort of like an earthy feel to it. And with Hugh and his miking, the way he mics drums, I mean, the last thing you'll see is a microphone somewhere near the drums. It's his philosophy, it's kind of, they're all, they're facing windows and they're out the windows and everywhere, people's trouser legs, you know, anywhere but on the drums. So it was quite an exciting little session, you know, we just cooked away and, and got the basis for Stranglehold.
McCartney in London and that stranglehold from my new album, Press to Play. Well, well, let's listen to another tune from Press to Play. This is Good Times Coming, which runs into Feel the Sun. This is a song really about summers of the past. You know, first of all, the first verse kind of to me is like the kind of summers I remember from when I was a kid, you know, short trousers. I had to wear short trousers till I was 14. Imagine the humiliation of that. But mom, all my friends have got long trousers. No, well, you know, it's very healthy and uh, don't do this to me. So anyway, but you know, it all worked out. So I had kind of a few great summers. There's this place in England called Butman's. It's like a holiday camp kind of affair where you go with your parents and everything. But uh, there's swimming pools and stuff. It's a, it's a cheap holiday actually. And I went when I was about 11. So I have kind of fond memories of, um, because it's not exactly sort of uh, pulling chicks time because you're too young. You know, you get these terrible short trousers. How can you pull anyone in them? And, uh, but I had a lot of fun. Me and my brother used to kind of knock around this camp. We had a lot of freedom because that was the idea, I think, was to let your parents have a break there was so much active, so many activities that kids used to just go off here and they'd go to a bingo thing over there or they'd go to a theatre or a talent show over there and stuff. And I actually ended up on one of the talent shows with my brother, who he had his arm in a sling. He was just, you know, he was so ashamed of. You know, this is Mike. This is my brother Mike, yeah. And he had this. Uh, he'd, he'd been to a scout camp and he'd been on one of these these ropes. You kind of leap down, you know, into the valley below because he'd fallen off.
talk yes very clever you think that where did the idea yes very where did the idea for that come from tell you the truth that was the most ridiculous thing because i i came in like i say the studio is my own studio so i came in one day and i almost wasn't working on the album that day it was almost like a day off and i was working with another engineer hugh pageant wasn't there that day uh he he actually had some days when he had to work with genesis because he'd been doing their album as well and I just thought, come on, let's just make something up. Let's try. Let's go crackers. I'll just make anything up. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And that track, Talk More Talk, was like that. I just got this idea of being talk, more talk. So it's like the words can sort of be anything. It's all about people just rabbiting on, rambling on about this and that. For me, a kind of little bit surreal, sort of a little bit abstract uh, lyrics. Which was, which was good fun for me because normally you try and make your lyrics mean something just so that the, the people listening out there can kind of grab hold of it and identify what you're saying. Sometimes you get a little bit fed up of being, making so much sense all the time. So the title talk more talk. And um, I started putting the backing together and started doing this and that. And by the end of the day, I just sort of made up this new track. Well, this track talk more talk, I did write, record, and everything from kind of, you know, about 11 o'clock in the morning till something like eight or nine that evening, whatever. So that was written, recording everything in the studio. I wanted to sort of finish it before I went home that night. So there wasn't a lot of time for decisions. So if, if, if I had to make a kind of quick decision about what should we do, do this or that, I just made the very straightforward decisions, which I think sometimes is a good thing because you just get spontaneousness, spontaneity. Master can highlight the phrases. Sleazy instruments. Half taught, half baked ideas. you did. Go. <laughs> the window was open. Outside was a spaceship. It took off into the sky, leaving a trail. When Hugh came in, I said, "Here, I'm listening to this. You know, it's like a new thing we're doing."
How do you approach actually making the album and, and who you're going to work with and things like that? How does it come together? Well, I do, normally I just feel like it's time to record again. You know, there's no, that, that just, it's just a feeling you get. You sort of think, I haven't had a record out for a while and time to get going. So I look around for musicians. This time I looked around for someone to work with because I didn't fancy working on my own. Sometimes I would fancy writing on my own, which I quite enjoy. This time I wanted to work with someone and I kind of really remembered the way John and I used to write, which was basically across two acoustics, guitars. He'd have an acoustic album, you sort of play at each other, you know, and you sort of, it's like looking in a mirror almost, because he'll uh, think of a line and you rebound off it, you know. It's a great way to work, really. And I hadn't worked like that for a long time. So uh, I knew Eric Stewart quite well, kind of socially and stuff. So I suggested, how about bringing your acoustic round? You know, we'll have a plonk. We sat down in the studio with myself on acoustic or electric, Paul on acoustic or bass, Jerry Marotta on the kit, and just play the backing track through, the three of us, to retain that lovely spontaneity you can get that way. We ended up writing six songs for the, that got on this album together. Same, that same sort of style, which was a, a good way to work, really. 
I like footprints. Yeah, I like footprints. It's beautiful outside. I don't gather Can you see me sitting here? His mind is somewhere else. His friends have flown away. He's left out in the cold. He won't sit by my fire. He says he likes it in the snow. Where footprints never go.
people want a great Paul McCartney album from you. They want more Michelle's. They want more Yesterday's. Like it or not, what kind of pressure does that put on you? I don't know, really. I, I, you know, you just vaguely know about those kind of things. Um, I, obviously, you meet all kinds of people. You'll, you, one day you'll meet someone who's into rock and roll and say, Hey, Paul, why didn't you do that? Yeah, right, little Richard, man. Get up, hey, come on. And then you'll meet somebody else and You're forgetting your ballads, Paul. Why do you forget those ballads? We love them. You know, so it's like, okay, I'll do a ballad today and I'll rock it tomorrow. Well, you know, I like Only Love Remains. And if you take your love away from me I'm only gonna want it back I'll probably pretend I didn't see but knowing me, I want you back again and again till the word is lost. It's me.
do have in the gatefold sleeve of the album yeah. uh, some intriguing drawings, which are your stereo drawings of how the sound comes in your mind's eye, isn't it? Mm. And it turns out you've been doing it for years. I used to do these little drawings, because there's nothing to do in mixing anyway. You just sit and twiddle in your thumbs reading the paper or something, while an engineer physically mixes it. So um, I'd be sitting there, and I've always been a bit of a doodler. Uh, even in school? Sorry, sir. But, uh, you know, so I'd always been doing all that kind of stuff. So um, I just sat down and, and would say to the engineer, well, where's the drum? And he'd sort of say, well, we put it in the middle there. So, okay, so I'd write drum in the middle. And he'd sort of say, well, I said, well, where's George's guitar? He said, well, he's on the left and John's is slightly to the right. So I'd just write in, you know, where people were. And it was less complicated, obviously, working on less tracks. But it gave you a good idea, and it saved you putting, let's say, the tambourine right where the maracas were going to be. Because if you put them both in the same place, it just creates uh, maracatam. Coming up in a moment. Press to play, side two. And that's my new album, and I think I'm Paul McCartney in London. And I think I'm Mel Redding, and the two of us will be back with more scintillating, titillating, and stimulating conversation Ooh. in just a moment, won't we? I think we better have. And Ringo drinks to the Sun Country. Probably we're drunk. It could be. What? Not drunk, teeny boppers. I know. I mean, absolutely not, you Donnie and Marie fans. Had a lot of medicine. <laughs> absolutely. You know, just a lot of medicine. We're getting on. We're getting on, on now. Getting we need on. our medicine. So. Next on Yesterday and Today. How am I doing? Hey, hey. Gal named Sadie Green, Sadie's gal in New Orleans. She loved to dance, she loved to sing, she'd take a good chance on any old thing. The other night down at the hall, when the band would play, Sadie'd go on that floor, and this is what she'd say. What she said, I how am I doing? Hey, hey, tweet, 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 twat, twat. How am I doing? Hey, hey, oh gee, oh baby, yo, show. Now I'm not bragging, but it's understood that everything I do, I show do good. Now, how am I doing? Hey, hey, tweet, 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 twat, twat. How am I doing? Hey, hey, tweet, 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 twat, twat. How am I doing? Hey, hey, oh gee, baby, show. I only meant to do a little bit. You done made me like an Anna just gang with me. How am I doing? Hey, hey, tweet, 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 twat, twat. information or to contact the show visit yesterdayandtodaypodcast.wordpress.com or email at yesterdayandtodaypodcast at gmail.com also visit at yesterdaypod on twitter and search yesterday and today podcast on facebook see you next time Paul Kaminsky. I'm James Kaminsky. And I'm Wayne Kaminsky. And we bring you the Kaminsky family of podcasts Yesterday and Today and the Third Men podcast. You might know me from one of those dumb voices I do, or my dad <laughs> from his better show than ours. <laughs> wow. And we're here to tell you about some cool merchandise you can pick up for the show's 
As we mentioned in each episode, we do not in any way profit from these shows whatsoever, but to break even on some expenses, we have put up some cool merch that you can pick up to help support the show. Yes, some fun apparel, things you can put on yourself. Are we going to be selling Marks and Spence underwear? (laughs) Don't worry, we will. You can head to our social media pages. That's facebook.com slash yesterday and today podcast or facebook.com slash third men. Or you could head to society6.com slash Kaminsky family podcast. That's society, the number six dot com slash K-A-M-I-N-S-K-I family podcasts. Yeah. Keep our lights on. I'm in the dark. Dad, any words of wisdom? Hello? The lights just went out. (laughs) Guys, we need your help. (laughs) Buy stuff. Perhaps a coffee mug that you can enjoy a beverage out of while listening to our shows. And if you haven't got yours, please send forth in and get a free one. All right. (laughs) Thank you, Dad. All right. We'll see you on the podcast, folks. Bye. It's audio. You can't see me.